Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm Louisa Barton, your host, and in the studio with me I have Tom Schmitz from Common Sense Network. Nice to have you with us, Tom. I, I'm pleasure to be here. I never thought you'd have me on the show, so. Well, we're going to talk about something very controversial, which you're quite good at. I'm good at that. The Derby debacle. What a mess this weekend. Debacle? Yeah. Why are you being so nice? <laughs> it was absolutely a travesty is what it was. It was, uh, it, first off, it cost me money. It cost a lot of people money, Tom. Second off, it was horses being horses. Yes. And third off, the fact that they took 22 minutes to decide one way or the other, you held the world hostage on TV and at the Derby. 157,000 plus worldwide. hostages at the Derby. Yes. And millions worldwide. Yes. So that you could make a horse manure call. <laughs> that was very kind, Tom. <laughs> well, we had Brock Sheridan on, and uh, he kind of gave us his view uh, earlier on. And we kind of wanted to give you the other side, be the devil's advocate here, and kind of speak to the opposing side to the disqualification. Andy Bayer, who is very well known for the Bayer speed um, of horses, actually infamous and has been uh, many decades of uh, following horse racing, said that that the steward should only disqualify horses when a foul has clearly affected the outcome. That I, didn't happen. Look, here's, here's my take on it. If you're going to make this kind of call, it better be so clear that somebody who's never watched a horse race and is watching it for their first time ever can say, yep, that was a foul. And they're horse people. Louisa being one of them, that have watched it over and over and over and don't see the foul that was so egregious that you had to disqualify a horse. If it's in the biggest race, it's the Super Bowl of horse racing. The Kentucky Derby is the first of the three crown jewels of the Triple Crown. It's like the Daytona 500 to auto racing. It's like the Super Bowl to football. It's like the World Series to baseball. If, you can, if an average fan turns the TV on and watches and can't see what the problem is, there's not a problem in that race. And then they have like a quarter of a mile to go after a the infraction. A mile after the infraction for the other horses, if they were compromised, to catch up and so pass Correct them. me if I'm wrong, but the, horse, the, the race is a mile and a quarter. Yes. So there was still a fifth of the race remaining yes. after the, the infraction. impediment yes. happened. Yes. Let's watch um, Daryl Ezra's video here. He has a, another uh, kind of a viewpoint of what happened. The horse did veer out. There's no question. He veered out. Why he veered out, that's under question where the war of will ran in the back of him. Uh, a number of different reasons. Let's watch it. What I want to get to is what happened with the two main horses of maximum security and uh, war of will. Now on the turn you'll see war of will looking for room trying to get out. There's no room here. This is an infraction. He pushes his way out. Well all these other horses are coming in because they're switching to their left lead maximum securities in front but war of will is trying to get out he in fact is getting coming out this is against the rules he causes a mild chain reaction here had he not pushed out this incident here would never have happened in what is always a roughly run race so if he's not there when maximum security does come out he wouldn't have hit anybody but here's a point 
You have to understand the psyche of the horse. Most horsemen do. It's fight or flight. And what that means is they either fight or they run away. Now, is it possible beyond a shadow of a doubt that Warwell runs into maximum security, causing him to go, what was that? And then wants to shrug him off and fight him because he ran into him because he's not supposed to be off the rail. And in like a car accident, when the guy runs into the guy in front of you, he's at fault because you're not supposed to run into somebody. And now maximum security being the leader of the pack says, whoa, you ran into me. And then he just ran to the outside. Now it did cause some confusion and we went through this yesterday. Everybody had a chance to win, but, but he didn't. Who's the real culprit? He strutted his stuff down the lane and proved he was best. In the disqualification, what they decide on is if one hits two, two hits three, three hits four, they don't throw each other out. The, the culprit, who is the culprit? He gets placed behind him. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, can you tell me that he wasn't the culprit? Running into him, causing him to make this uh, reaction. I don't know for sure. A roughly run race, not one inquiry, except by the jockeys. The stewards did not call one infraction, yet there was countless infractions throughout the running of the race. There's a million reasons why this should have st stood on such a big stage, the biggest race in North America, under the uh, mitigating circumstances. Just uh, another analysis of why I feel the disqualification was wrong. Clearly the best horse in the race by far and um, my question is and, and looking at that video from that perspective from that view obviously there's a lot of different views out there but it looks as though war of will is coming up way too close behind uh, maximum security and it looks as though that bump from behind kind of like being rear-ended is what makes him veer out now that being said he did veer out but did he veer out for a good reason? And if he did, and they can disqualify him, you can go back to the beginning of the race, after the gate, and there are 10 or 11 infractions <laughs> that should be disqualified. So here's what actually should have happened. In the case of a disqualification, what should have happened, they should have sent the horses back to the barn, cleared the way for the next race, ran the next race, and they should have sat down frame by frame and gone through the entire race, found out who should be disqualified, disqualify 11 horses, we leave nine horses left, we pick the winner, and everybody gets a trophy for participating. What about that? <laughs> well, what else can you do? You've got like, um, like 10 this. or 11 infractions in this I'm race. I'm watching this video. And the first thing that struck me, because this is the first time I'd seen this this segment, the first thing that struck me was they had a whole half a turn and then the entire home stretch where it. no bumping took place. Right. And they were neck and neck. It looked like at one time maximum security was actually in second place. The, quarter, the horse on the inside rail was a head ahead. It looked like he just got past him just right. a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. there was no bumping in the home stretch. No. And maximum security left everybody. Yes, left everybody. Here's, After running wire to wire in the lead. And here's my other problem. Because I'm, you know, I, I put a little little wager down at the uh, at OBS every now and then on some horse races. Here's my other problem. It's the biggest race of the year. You've got all this happening. It's almost like the, a fan from the stands called and said, hey, 
we saw Tom Brady actually knee touch the ground when the defensive team played at Super Bowl didn't say anything. The two horses involved in the infraction didn't call the infraction. How in the world can the second place horse who was not involved in any bumping or anything was wide outside? Why did they get to call the infraction? How to me that's crazy. If you weren't affected how can you say, no, no, I don't like how that ended up. Because he's French. Did I say that oh, out loud? Oh, well, <laughs> and now we're back to the, to the roses and the hundred year <laughs> That so, was my joke. <laughs> it just seems to me that in the grandest race of your season. Yes. yes. That I, I can see them making this call in the third race on the Tuesday at Tampa Bay Downs. So Bob Baffert said, you don't do this in the Derby. And, you know, I, I know about safety. I understand about loving horses and not wanting horses to get injured. I am the absolute last Okay, person. so don't put 20 horses don't in a race. 20 horses in a, on a wet, sloppy track. You don't want, you don't want no. horses in danger. You got 20 horses on a track that can't hold but about 14 or 15 yes. horses. And they bring a second gate in yes. for the Derby. Cut it down to 14 horses. Don't run it when it's sloppy. Delay it. Run it earlier, later, a different date. You have to do something different. You can't put 20 horses out there and say that you're concerned about safety. And if you are concerned about safety, then my opinion is you've got to give infractions. You've got to give disqualifications to all the other horses in that race that bumped and bashed and ran which into happens, one another. Which happens when there's 20 horses yes. on a track. Yeah, and everybody knows that. Bob Baffert knows that. So that's why he said that. Andy Byer, same thing. So is the future of the Derby now that every Derby will now have have a 25 minute wait while we try to figure out who the winner is that's going to kind of change the most exciting two minutes in sports to here's the problem it's not going to stop you from watching the derby it's not going to stop you from going to the derby you love horses you love horse racing it's not going to stop friends of mine that are in the horse business they love horses they love horse racing it's going to stop the average Joe and the average Jane that like to sit at the, the the adult watering hole where they went to the off-track betting site and they have their tickets and they go to their favorite restaurant or bar and they're watching it on the big screen TV there and everybody's screaming and hollering. It's going to stop them from watching the Derby. Yes, it is. And that's where the problem comes. Because you stop them from watching the Derby, now advertisers say, well, there's no reason for me to advertise at the Derby. Right. And you get a whole different ball of wax then because now money's not coming in. Prize purses change right and all because you wanted to get it right here's what was right about this race maximum security won the damn race that was what was right about the race i don't care and here's the thing 20 years from now nobody's going to remember country house they're going to be like, oh yeah the one where uh, maximum security got screwed out of the win that's how this race is always going to be remembered we're never going to remember who finished second because you know why you don't remember who finished second even if the stewards gave them the first they still, it's a second place horse. You never remember who finishes second. Second place, first loser. That's what Country House was. Maximum security should be and is, in my mind, the winner of the Kentucky Derby. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the appeal. There's going to be a court appeal in federal court to see if the Wests can, in fact, win back their Kentucky Derby win. But you can never, ever take away that moment that they would have had with the roses laid across their horse, who definitely ran the best race and I feel like deserved the win. And um, what the future of the Derby will be, I don't know. But major sports events, this kind of thing happens all the time and fouls are overlooked, correct? In, in the Super Bowl, wet referees swallow their whistle. In the NBA championship, they swallow their whistle. Umpires 
you know, call games tighter in baseball. It's just part of it. Some things get let go because of the stage. You gotta be, you gotta understand how big the stage is and act like you've been there before. And I don't think the stewards acted like they understood the, 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 the grand stage. And I don't think they act like they've been there before. The grand stage is right, the Kentucky Derby, the grandest stage in horse racing across the entire world. And I don't think that the hangover from this is going to go away for quite a long time. But you're right, maximum security is going to go down in history as the first horse in 145 derbies to be disqualified for an infraction on the track after the race. To all connected, our thoughts certainly to the uh, maximum security camp and, uh, and also to the country house camp who can't possibly be enjoying the victory of the Kentucky Derby. Tom Schmidt, Common Sense Network, thank you for some common Anytime. sense. Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show.